This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. to Friend of Maryland. My name is Kat Pauze, and this is a fat-friendly space. Welcome to a special compilation episode of Friend of Maryland. Instead of a brand new show this week, what you're going to get are some highlights from some of the best interviews that have been done here at Friend of Maryland over the last couple of years. Enjoy. Joining me today is Anoush, a historian who lives in the south of France, who's a fat activist and a member of the association Grasse Politique. I'm not sure if I even pronounced that organization correct. Anoush, thank you for coming on Friend of Maryland. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, so would you like to um, help me? Uh, how do I pronounce the name of the group? It's pronounced Gras Politique. Gras Politique. Oh, that's so beautiful in your accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid my Yankee tongue can't do that justice. <laughs> yeah, basically it's political. Uh, it's a political organization mm-hmm. uh, because we think fatness is political. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so it needs to, yeah, we need to address uh, the everyone and the political, uh, uh, the political people uh, to help us. I mean, um, to help us with this issue. How long has the organization been um, been around? Yeah, it was a, a collective for two years. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's an association for one month now. Right. And why why the change from a collective to an association? Is that meaningful in France or? Yeah. Yes, it's really meaningful in France um, because things are um, are moving in France. Things are changing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, around fat activism. It's quite new in France. We're really really behind, but. We are trying to do things, um, and becoming an association gives gives us more power, you know. Uh, right. And yeah, so it was really important for us to become an association. Oh well, that's very cool then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, how many members does the association have? It is a really, really tiny association. We are we are currently eight people in it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, small people can a small number of people can change the world. We definitely know that to be true. We're trying to do that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically, we we just want to empower fat people, you know, and more importantly, empower fat women. Mm. We are uh, we are um, I mean a feminist group. Yeah. We think because you know basically uh, fat phobia is a, is a feminist issue. So <laughs> it was really important to be. We are feminists. We are queer. We are. Um, yeah, we're a bunch of people who are trying to make things happen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, oh no, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I was just hoping you maybe could talk about some of the work um, or activities uh, or yeah. events the, the association's been involved in. Yeah, we are trying to work with young people, you know, to um, to educate them. Uh, about fat phobia, about uh, all the problems fatness can 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 be. Uh, so we go in high schools, we go in medical uh, colleges, and we do speeches. <laughs> this is one point, and we do um, we organize uh, yoga. Uh, yoga sessions just for fat people we call it yoga nice it's funny in french yeah, no, <laughs> so, I, I i get it just from the name of the group like so yeah, yeah no that's awesome <laughs> uh we're organizing um afternoons at the swimming pool you know so uh so people can can go and swim can go to the swimming pool without being afraid because that's that's a real issue so well um and we and we're uh, working with um french institutions we're trying to make things better and uh, easier for fat people uh, around um about uh, medical fat phobia about um uh, employment these are the two big uh, uh, subjects for us. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's really incredible, you know, because you're kind of you're identifying work that you're doing um, in several public sectors, so like education yeah. and, and healthcare, which, as you said, and as we know from the literature, are you know two areas where fat people face quite a lot of discrimination, um, and Thank often. You they face barriers that um, deny them access to education or to healthcare. So yes. I think that's incredible. Um, and at the same time, you are engaging in activities meant to just kind of improve just the daily lives of, of fat people, you know? So, I mean, yeah. in the sense of, you know, having a, I don't know what you're calling it, um, but, like, I know groups in the States have organized what they call a chunky dunk, and that's where, yeah, uh -huh. like, they rent out, like, a pool, a public pool, and um, invite fat people to be able to come and spend an afternoon um, yeah. splashing around and, you know, kind of doing that in a really safe space. So, you know, it's great to see all the different kind of work that your group is doing. We're trying to create a safe space, but at the same time, we want um, we want the other people to, to know that we exist, so it's... Um, it's really important for us to take up public spaces. 
We want to be we want to be seen. <laughs> We're fed up to live in the shadows. And how did you get involved? I mean, what was the driving force for you to become involved in the association? Basically, it was a, just awakening. I mean, I was really fed up to to feel ashamed because I was ashamed of what of who I was basically and really one morning I was really fed up with that and I said gosh okay I'm fat that's okay I'm I deserve to live I deserve to be happy I deserve to do whatever I want to do and that's okay I'm fat that's okay so it was really this new energy I had in me and this new um how can I say that um this new rage in me. I mean, I had to do something about that. It's so unfair, you know. Uh, of course, you know. <laughs> it's so unfair not to be able to to be yourself just because you're fat. What kind of bullshit is this? I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say that? Um, yes. The more swearing, the better. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, truly, it's fine. <laughs> I'm French, so I swear a lot. Sorry. <laughs> So basically, that was the the waking call. Mm. And are there outside of the work that your organization is doing? Are there other groups or other individuals who are active in like the fat activist space in other parts of France? Yeah, uh, um, this is really. Um, I mean, this is very Parisian uh, for the moment. Because fat activism in France is really, really, really new. I mean, um, 20 years ago, there was um, I mean, uh, the beginning of something, but it didn't do any... I mean, it was just for the, for the clothes, you know? The, their, main, their, main, uh, their main goal was to have access to clothes to, for everybody. So it was important too, you know. We need to, we need clothes too. Uh, but that was it, and it's been maybe a year or two. There's something in the air in France uh, in terms of fat activism, and there are more and more people, uh, individuals, and um, we we sense they want to change something at least. Uh, there are there are two or three really uh, old organizations, uh, but they're not doing very um, political jobs about uh, fat activism. Right. I think um, what most what most I think what many people around the world, and especially those interested in fat activism, would probably be most familiar with from France most recently would have been the book by Gabrielle. Yeah. Um, yes, sorry, uh, Gabrielle Didier. Oh, yes, thank you. I, I was I was trying <laughs> to figure out, how do I say that last name? Uh, <laughs> Gabrielle Didier. Mm. Um, I, I haven't had the opportunity to read it. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I am not a second language speaker. I'm pretty oh. sure I've seen, though, that it's being republished in English, um, I think it's going to be published in English, yes. Yeah, uh, sometime, sometime is this quite, year. It's quite doing an impression right now, so I think it's, I think it's going to be published in English, yes. 
it was a very important event uh, last year for for fact activism i think french of course but around the world too um i don't know what what's going on in america but in france uh, it was the first time a fat a fat woman published a book and was invited in mainstream um journalist but by mainstream journalist you know right she was all around uh tv shows radio shows and it was really refreshing and and great to see <laughs> i mean book- I, I, yeah i i think one of the things that struck me as notable um was there have been other you know fat activists and other you know fat people that have written books about their size or about fatness and whatnot um, yeah. But most of them, many of them, are still quite like the smaller size of fat, you know, still closer yes. to the acceptable or at least an hour shape. You know, they might be a lot bigger, um, yes. like, like Tess Holiday, who's obviously not a smaller fat, but she's still a, yeah. an hourglass, you know. Yes. Um, yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah. yeah, whereas Gabrielle is is super fat, like I am. Um, yes, and, like I am too. I am super yeah. fat too. And so, I mean, her her body is the first time I've seen. It's the first time I've seen someone with a body like mine in that yeah. space. And so, for me, yes. even without being able to read the book, and to be honest, I've actually heard from from a few people that there's some pretty problematic stuff in her book. Um, uh, and yeah, not that that. Yeah, not that that's not okay, because, you know, none of us are perfect, but without even yeah. reading it, just seeing someone that has a body like mine in that space yeah. was incredibly yeah. powerful. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not so mad at her about the problematic stuff in her book, you know? Um, it, it's so important to have representation. At, it's the first time ever. So... yeah. Um, her book is more, you know, aimed at thin people, I think. You know, being a fat people and reading it, it's not really... You won't learn anything, really. And, um, yeah, you, there, are, there are problematic things uh, in her books. But it's so important to see someone her size. I mean, all her book is not problematic, of course. So... <laughs> Let's take for the first time. Let's take just the the positive stuff, and and see that a woman, a, 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 an intelligent woman, a clever woman, a clever fat woman is represented in in the media. It's so good, really. It's really empowering. You know, you just you see her and you and you say to yourself, I can do things too. You know, I can maybe I can write too. Maybe I can. I can represent other fatties and other super fat people <laughs> too, and that's great. Exactly. Well, Anoush, thank you so much for coming on, friend of Maryland. Thank it's been you. really great to, to talk to you and hear a bit about the the association. I'm definitely going to be, um, you know, following y'all online. Oh, and actually, yeah, before before I let you go, how yeah. can people uh, get in contact or learn more about either your work, the association's work, both. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. And uh, you can find me also on Twitter. Uh, my handle is uh, arobazanushja. 
Um, and the association handle is Grapolitik. <laughs> Fantastic, Anoush. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Today is Chris Lee, the founder of the Fat Babe community in Montreal, the Montreal Fat Babe Squad. Chris Lee, thank you so much for coming on Friend of Maryland. Thank you for having me tonight. Thank you. So tell me about the Montreal Fat Babe Squad. So the MTL Fat Babe Squad here, um, it really started out of the blue. I was uh, scrolling down in, on Instagram and I was like looking and seeing that and uh, the United States, there's some girls, plus size community, they're doing great things. Uh, they're getting sponsored by um, ASOS and uh, companies like that. And I was like, there's nothing like that in Montreal, in um, Canada. I'm like, maybe I can start like small group. In my head, I thought I was going to um, start a small group of 10 girls, uh, post some stuff on Instagram, but it blew. And uh, I'm so happy about that. And uh, I was able like to got, gather on Facebook about like 300 people we have on our Facebook group, and we do activities, and it's it's very fun. We really like that. So not just uh, 10 people posting some stuff on Instagram. No, <laughs> I thought it was about <laughs> to be that. I was um, really like, oh, let's <laughs> gather like 10 fat babes, and we do some posts on Instagram. No, it, it was Which also sounds awesome, to be fair. Yes, like that also exactly. sounds awesome. Um so exactly. when when did you get the group started? On March last year. Oh, okay, so it's still relatively new. I mean that's really exactly. awesome that you've gotten over three hundred people in such a short amount of time. Exactly. And March last year I started it and it just never stopped. Chris Lane, do you have a sense about the different reasons why um, people have become involved with the group? Uh, yes. Um, when I, Like I said, when I started it, it wasn't really my intention to create a safe space and it turned into a safe space for a lot of people that needed a place to just be themselves. And um, with all the people that in the group, uh, it helped them to gain more, um, more confidence it helped them uh, gain more uh, power uh, to have a voice and to just dare. Because in the group, we share like um, we share uh, outfits. Uh, people uh, ask, oh, should I wear that or not? So you really gave them like a sense of like, I'm able to be just a fat babe and ask other fellow fat babe to navigate in this world. We share um, if somebody is going to the doctor, uh, asking for help, how to speak to the doctor and not uh, receive fat phobia from the doctor. Uh, we share articles about fat phobia. We share like so many great tools to navigate as a fat babe in the world. And do you get a sense, um, I mean, you keep saying fat babe and I appreciate that the name of the group um, <laughs> includes <laughs> fat babe. Do, do you get a sense though if it's, quite a like a is it quite a homogenous group like is it mainly like femme cis women who are in the group or is there a bit more kind of um 
diversity, I guess, kind of across the members, would you say? Yes, there's diversity across the member, and we have the um, inclusive vocabulary. That's why we use the term babes. We don't use fat girls because... Right, okay, yeah, fair, yeah. Yes, that's why we use the term fat babes because there's some people that identify uh, as fat babe but aren't um, uh, maybe queer people also in in the group. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and do you have any sense of, I mean, uh, you know, the kind of support that the group is providing for one another is so incredibly important, you know, whether that's about um, advice about kind of daily living or helping support and advocate for one each other um, to get uh, adequate and ethical health care. Um, do you get a sense, though, that members of the group or, you know, the group itself um are also kind of doing advocacy or activism work externally as well in, in larger com- yes. in the larger community? Yes, because in the group, there's also a lot of uh, fat activists. Um, there's people that are doing uh, podcasts, um, that are doing articles, um, like we have Edith Bernier, which is a, a, um, a activist that's um, fighting against uh, fat phobia in Montreal here. Um, she has a, um, a website that's called grossophobie.ca, and grossophobie is the word for fatphobia in uh, French, and uh, that's one advocate that we have. We also have, like, um, Gabrielle, um, which is uh, a uh, blogger that do um, fat activists um, throughout uh, articles in her blog, which is this October, and we have a lot of people that really um, help uh, the community and uh, provide us tools to help other people understand what is fat phobia. Which is very cool, um, without yeah. question. Now, I know that um, you believe that your group is the first of its kind kind of in Montreal since its inception last year. Have you yeah. been able to kind of identify other groups either like in Canada or across North America, around the world that, you know, you guys have been able to kind of connect into and maybe oh, share yes. ideas with and collaborate with? Yes. Since I started it, um, I thought that we were the only group existing, but there's so many um, more group existing as a fat woman gathering together. There's one, um, I can't, I don't recall where they are from, but in the United States, uh, it's uh, Fat Comedy, I think it's called, and it's a group. They do comedies. It's a it's a group of fat women and doing such great thing and uh, comedy. But while at the same time they're doing comedy, they also doing um doing things to um you know make people understand what is fat phobia throughout comedy. So that's uh, that's what I like about uh, about like this group because it made me realize that there's so many other people that are doing also great things for uh, the fat babe community. But in Montreal um, here, uh, I didn't really quite see another like group like mine. If there are, if there are out there, I would really like to to meet them, but I didn't see them yet. Yeah, and I have to be honest, Christine, Christine, um I've only just started interviewing people in Montreal, so uh, you're the first individual kind of with a group that I've come across, but yes. I promise um, if I discover more, I will uh, <laughs> yes, I'll help, get, I, I'll help get y'all in contact, yeah. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> so, um, Christine, like you said, the group 
it's relatively new and it's incredible that um and obviously something that people were thirsting for um have so many people so quickly what would you say some of your kind of goals are for where you'd like to see the work that your group is doing across the next year across the next five years across the next 10 years honestly um i really everything that happened in the like last 11 months not even not even a year yet it, it really um gathering people together um make sure that people understand that the group is not to isolate people it's not to isolate five, five people together but to um have a safe space for them to help them express them express themselves so what i would like for the group and the next year is to grow of course but also see like i seen people um like I've seen people already, I've seen people already grow from that, and uh, I would just want to see people grow even more. And I mean, in terms of you, kind of personally, like, do you have some um, specific goals for yourself and and the work that you're doing, both within the group, but also maybe in a larger context? Of course. Like um, this year, we went, we were in magazine people were talking about us and i would like people to know more about the existence of the group because there's a lot of people out there um that that aren't um that did that that doesn't have knowledge of the group and i would love for us like to just be more out there and to have a, a physical space that was we'll call uh, maybe the mtfi babe squad you know a local uh, a place for us to gather that would be ours and how cool would that be, I, you know, oh, like that would be amazing. have a, a room of your own in that yes. kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrislene, thank you so much for coming on Friend of Maryland. It's been such a delight to, to chat with you and to hear more about your group and the work that you're doing. If there are people listening, whether they're in Montreal, another part of Canada, just anywhere else in the world, where can they go to find you and to find out more? So we have a Instagram page and it's called mtl fat babe squad and you can also find us on facebook and we have a page on facebook and we also have a private group that's called the same the same name mtl fat babe squad and you can find us here excellent well chrisline thank you so much for coming on the show it's been such a delight to chat with you uh thank you so much for the opportunity to speak and to talk about such a great movement which is the fat babe squad Thanks for listening to another episode of Friend of Maryland. Friend of Maryland is brought to you by Manawatu People's Radio, triple nine AM. If you'd like to contact the show with questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions for topics or guests, you can email us at friendofmaryland at AOL.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.